What is up? What is up? What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Black Box, the show where we unpack, unbox, and unwrap everything black. I am your host, Big C. Happy Friday, y'all. That's right, we've made it. We've made it to another Friday, kings and queens. How are y'all doing on this Friday? I hope y'all are ready for the weekend because y'all know what next week is. Next week is that turkey day, okay? I don't know about y'all, but your girl is ready to grub, okay? They do not, okay? They do not call me Big C for nothing. Your girl likes to eat. So, I am ready for Thanksgiving, but most importantly, y'all, I am ready for I'm ready for Christmas. I'm ready for the Christmas season. Like, I, I can't wait. I cannot wait. How y'all doing this Friday? I hope y'all are having a good Friday thus far. It's Friday, so y'all already know what we about to get into. It's another black review, but instead of doing, you know, a new hit show or a new hit movie, I decide that I'm going to take it, you know, way back. Back in the days when I was... Yeah, we're going to take it all all the way back so this is what i'm feeling black box fam i think that every third friday uh of the month i am going to do an oldie but a goodie so that means for the black review on a friday i'm going to review a movie that you know is old that we've all probably seen that is probably a staple in the black community or just a staple movie period and i'm gonna give my thoughts on it you know as a grown as a grown little woman you know i'm not too grown you know she grown a little bit but you know I'm going to give my thoughts on an oldie but a goodie. You know, I'm sure we've all, like the movies that I'm going to be reviewing, I'm sure that we've all seen them, like, at one point in time, whether we were, like, too young to understand it, or if you're like me who hasn't, like, seen a lot of, well, let me not say I haven't seen a lot of them, but most, not most, there are some, there we go, there are some uh, movies that I just have not really seen, like, I'm not gonna expose myself so y'all can try to revoke my black card or whatever, but, you know, there are some movies that I just have not seen, and that I plan on watching, you know, in the near future, since we're gonna be doing oldies but goodies, you know, but yes, I am gonna be reviewing movies that you know come from the past are old you know not too old but you know if y'all want me to review old old movies i will do that your girl is into everything but yes every third friday of the month i'm going to be doing a oldies but goodies black review on a movie or tv series well not the whole tv series but you know an episode of a tv series and that's just how we're gonna do it so that's what we are doing today kings and queens i hope y'all are ready the movie that we are reviewing today it is a classic it is well known it has a star-studded cast but before we get into that y'all already know i gotta give y'all the hot box news so we're gonna fly through this real quick you know nothing too crazy you know for a hot box today first up today i know i gotta start y'all off with it today is the 10-year anniversary of pink friday by none other than the queen onika tanya mirage that's right Nicki minaj she is celebrating the 10-year anniversary of pink friday clap 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 her first official album y'all i was 13 when this came out and i'm sure a lot of us were like 13 when this came out so i'm just like you know take it back with me for a moment let's just imagine this you're 13 years old you just bought well not just bought let's say you've had it like a week now and now you go to school you go to your middle school and y'all little uniforms you know everybody's wearing the same shoes because that's what they used to do back in the day and 
you just slightly hear the girls at the next table saying, rah, rah, like a what? Like a dungeon dragon. Y'all know what y'all know what she said. Y'all know what she said. I know a lot of y'all nowadays like to act like y'all was not on that Nikki train when Pink Friday popped out, but y'all was. Y'all was definitely at the table with y'all hoes. Like a dungeon dragon. Cause I was. Cause I was. Y'all already know that. But yes, today is the 10-year anniversary of Pink Friday, Nicki Minaj's first studio album. Um, in my opinion, Pink Friday will always be a classic. There will that will always be like an album that I will just play, no skips. For me. No skips at all. Like it's just that good. That is the album, in my opinion, that made her a legend, that made her an icon, that made her, you know, what she is today. Like, without Pink Friday. Like, without Nicki Minaj, like, what would the rap game look like? Like, I really want y'all to think about that. Like, what would the rap game look like? You feel what I'm saying? Like, she was already kind of making her mark even before Pink Friday came out. You know, she was doing features on top of features on top of features. And then Pink Friday just pretty much solidified, like, yeah, I'm that girl. Uh, I'm gonna be here for a while, you know? Like, so just thank you to Miss Nicki Minaj for giving us Pink Friday, like... Just moment of silence for Pink Friday. Amen. Like, thank you. Thank you, Miss Onika. Thank you so much. So, congratulations on the 10-year anniversary, Barbs. We 10 years in. Okay, let me move on for y'all be like, girl, enough of Nicki Minaj. So, that's that on that. Uh, Next, the Jeezy and Gucci Mane versus. Now, I'm not going to lie, y'all. <laughs> Your girl did not watch it. I'm so sorry. She had a lot to do. She had a lot going on. She just did not watch it or listen to it. But I heard it was pretty lit. I heard that I'm hearing that Jeezy took it from what I'm seeing on, like, Instagram and my Twitter. Or maybe it's just the people that I follow. I'm hearing Jeezy took it. So if y'all watched it, let me know what y'all thought about it. I did not watch it, unfortunately. Um, I'm not I'm not going to say I'm, like, a big Jeezy or Gucci Mane fan because i'm not i'm very into female rap even though i do love some male artists you know older male artists or whatever um my dad is a big young jeezy fan so i don't know if he watched it or not but i think he did i think he did watch it daddy hit me up in my comments and let me know if you watched it i think my father watched it because he's a he's a he's a jeezy fan so I don't know if he watched it or not, but I heard it was really good. I heard it was very entertaining. A lot of celebrities, per usual, were, you know, picking sides of who they thought won the verses. So, that happened yesterday. I believe it happened yesterday at 7 p.m. on Versus TV. So, that was that. Also, did y'all catch the French... I said French. Did y'all catch the Fresh Prince reunion on HBO? Well, I think it's just strictly on HBO Max, but y'all know. Y'all know y'all got a friend or whatever that'll give y'all the password to their account. Let's not act like that. But did y'all catch it? Did y'all catch it? Did y'all catch it? I just caught the, not gonna lie, I just caught the clips of it, like of them talking to each other, reliving their favorite episodes, you know, uh, uh, remembering Uncle Phil, like, you know, I caught clips of them talking about that, and I also caught the clip where the original Aunt Viv was, uh, talking to Will, and she was, you know, they were hashing out 
what they needed to hash out over her leaving and things like that and how her being kicked off the show um affected her career afterwards so i was just very glad that she came through because in my opinion like you can't do a fresh prince reunion without the original aunt viv like you you just can't aunt viv she was she was all that in a bag of chips like she was my favorite character on the show the original aunt viv no shade to the uh the new aunt viv no shade to her but og aunt viv chocolate aunt viv she was my favorite she was my absolute favorite so i hope y'all caught that if not go check it out it looked really emotional like a lot of people were like don't watch this if you if you're not ready to cry like you know but from the clips I saw, it just looked like they all had a good time. It was a good conversation. And, you know, we love to see our faves leak up after time has passed. So, I'm ha I was happy to see that. I was happy to see that they all could come through. Aside from Uncle Phil. First things first, rest in peace, Uncle Phil, period. So, yeah, that's what's going on with that. Also, did y'all see Monique? <laughs> did y'all hear what Monique had to say on calling her husband daddy? Now, ladies, I know, first of all, first of all, what we're not going to do is try to shame another woman for what she chooses to call her mate. That's what we're not going to do. But I don't think people were trying to shame her. I think they were trying to, I think they were just making, like, light of the situation, like a little small kiki joke or whatever, because a lot of people was like, Daddy, why should we call her husband Daddy? First of all, girl, please don't be acting like when your man... When your baby daddy, when your boyfriend, when your fiance be getting up in that thing, you don't be calling him daddy. Don't do that. Don't do that. Let this let this woman call her husband daddy. But I don't think people were like making a big deal out of it because she calls him daddy. I think it's the reason why she calls him daddy. And Monique says the reason she calls him that is because in a lot of ways he's raising her. Like he's teaching her a lot of things that her father never did. And so, you know, a lot of people are a little weirded out by that. But you know, that's their relationship, y'all. So if you don't, who are we to judge? It's not for us to understand. It's for them to understand. But at the end of the day, that's her husband. If she want to call him daddy, let that woman call her husband daddy. <laughs> Period, okay? Leave that at that. And last but not least for the Hotbox News, the Hot Girl Coach dropped her album, Good News, at Midnight. What did y'all think? What did y'all think? Let me know. Because, baby... I don't know why I'm over here so hyped. Like, I listened to it. I'm not even gonna lie. Your girl KO'd at midnight. She was knocked out. But I do plan on listening to it today. And I am so, 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 so excited to listen to it. It looks really, really good. Uh, so, and I, I like that she put, like, all of her songs that she's already released towards the end. Because she knows she wants to give us that fire right out the gate. She's like, okay, all the songs that y'all have already heard, y'all can catch those at the end. But, baby. I think it's like the first 13 or the first 10 songs, all new, all hot. All, I'm just ready for it. I'm all the way ready for it. All my hotties out there, if you listen to the album, let me know what you thought of it. Hit me up in my DMs on my social medias. If you don't know what those are, it's T-H-E-E underscore B-L-A-Q box. That's my Instagram and my Twitter. Hit me up in my DMs. Hit me up in my comments. Let me know what you thought. Let me know what you thought of good good news, cause I'm excited to see what you all thought. Cause I'm I'm excited to listen to it myself. But that's all I got for the hot box news, y'all. Let's get into this black review. Oh, y'all thought she was done with the poetry. Y'all thought she was done. Nah, she brought it back. She brought it back. 
So for this Friday's Black Review, we are going to be reviewing, drumroll, we are going to be reviewing Boomerang. Boomerang, y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know that movie with Eddie Murphy and Holly Berry and Martin Lawrence. Yes, we are going to be reviewing Boomerang. So before we get into our pros and cons and our overall rating of Boomerang, let's get into these black box facts. So... Like I said, this is an oldie but a goodie. So, Boomerang was released June 28th, 1992. Shout out to all my early 90s babies. I'm a late 90s baby. I was born five years after the fact. Not June 28th, 1997. February 5th, 1997. So, you know, when your girl's birthday rolls around, if you want to send her a little something, you sure can. But I digress. So, (laughs) Boomerang was released... June 28, 1992. It was directed by Reginald Hoodland. He is also known for directing House Party, and he was also a producer on Django Unchained. So he is very, very well versed in the black community as far as black films are concerned. But the original story was by Eddie Murphy. So when I did the research for it, it just says story by Eddie Murphy. So I'm assuming he was the one who came up with the concept, the characters, the plot, all that. So the budget for Boomerang was $42 million, which, wow. <laughs> but the box office, but it did really, really well in the box office. Um, it made $131 million. So they made back their profit and then some, you know what I'm saying? So it's all good in the hood. You know, we love when, we love when black movies do numbers like that. So black box office is always good, you know? So for those of you who haven't seen the movie... I'm going to give you a little overview. Now, this is not a little overview. Like, usually when they do overviews, when I do my research, the overviews are, like, quick, short, simple, sweet. Like, give you a little bit of background. No, baby. This overview is, like, a full, full paragraph. Like, a full paragraph. So, the overview goes as follows. A cocky ad executive, Marcus, played by Eddie Murphy, has a reputation as a ladies' man. However... Marcus gets a taste of his own medicine when a merger finds him working under the beautiful Jacqueline, Robin Givens, who has a similarly cavalier attitude about romance. Marcus and Jacqueline become involved, but he is put off by her non-committal approach to their relationship. Meanwhile, Marcus also begins to develop feelings for the pretty Angela, Holly Berry, who is more thoughtful than Jacqueline. So that's the overview. That's basically what the movie is about. Now let's get into this all-star cast, honey. So our leading man, our main man, Marcus, is played by none other than Eddie Murphy. First of all, if you don't know who Eddie Murphy is, like, come on, bruv. Come on, bruv. But Eddie Murphy, he is very, 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 very well known in the black community for, first of all, comedy. The man is funny. Like, we got to give him that. Eddie Murphy raw, like, that set the standard for black comedians all over. After black comedians saw that, I'm thinking, like, black comedians who came up in, like, the 80s and the 90s, once they saw Eddie Murphy raw, like, they were like, this is the standard. This is how we have to be, point blank, period. So he is pretty much an icon as far as black comedians go but he's done a lot a lot a lot a lot in the industry he even dabbled in i believe music he has a song if you've ever heard that really old 
80 cheesy song. My girl likes to party all the time, party all the time. Yeah, that's Eddie Murphy. I didn't know that either, y'all. If you sit there like, what? I've heard that bo- I've heard that song before. Yeah, me too. But I didn't know it was him on the track. So he has done a lot in the industry. And some of the films he's most known for, or, you know, some of the films that I believe he's most known for. Of course, Nutty Professor, Coming to America, Norbit, Haunted Mansion. Like, he's he's been in a lot, a lot, y'all. He's been in a lot of movies. His filmography is miles long. That's how much work he's done. So, yes, Eddie Murphy, very, very well-known name in the black community or just in the industry, in the Hollywood industry, period. Miss Jacqueline is played by Robin Robin Givens. Uh, Robin Givens, uh, some of her movies I were unfamiliar with, but the movie that I most know her from besides Boomerang is uh, The Family That Prays. It's the Tyler Perry movie, The Family That Prays. And she was just known for being a very it girl in the 90s. Like, she was just that girl. Like, she was hot. I used to get her and Leela Rochon mixed up all the time i at one point thought they were sisters but they are not i don't know why i used to get them mixed up because i'm not gonna compare women because that's what society wants me to do but i used to get them confused all the time but yes robin Givens, she plays jacqueline who is marcus's love interest slash the lady who gives him a taste of his own medicine angela is played by the beautiful holly berry Holly Berry is like, or was, like the standard of beauty for the 90s back in the day. She was like the standard of black beauty back in the day. And she also has a filmography that is a mile long. But some of her best known roles today are Monsters Ball, X-Men. In the X-Men movie, she plays Storm. Uh, so she is not she's not new to the superhero genre at all. She plays Storm, and then she went on to play uh, Catwoman. I think that movie came out in, I believe, 2004. A lot of people don't like the Holly Berry Catwoman. I absolutely love that movie. Is it, like, my favorite, favorite, favorite? No. But I enjoyed her as Catwoman. Like, she served it for me. Like, she was giving body. She was giving crazy. She was giving kind. She was giving I'm a savior. Like, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. A lot of people did not like her in Catwoman. And I was like, are y'all hating because she's black? But whatever. But yeah, she was she played in Catwoman as well, uh, Gothica and Baps. So if you are familiar with Baps, you you already know who Holly Berry is. Period. Stranger, who is I'm assuming the model of well, not assuming I know she's basically the model type in this movie is played by none other than grace jones grace jones is a model slash style icon of the 80s and 90s um her look that was like she was like the it girl also i think robin Givens was more like the girl next door it girl for the 90s whereas grace jones she was very much like like, you would see Grace Jones in, like, Vogue or, like, Cosmopolitan. Not Cosmopolitan, but, you know, those... You would see her, like, in runway shows, in couture shows. She was just very androgynous. She had that look of the 90s that people were, you know, high fashion, high couture people were looking for. She was that She was that it girl. She was that... She was, like, the it girl. Like, she was a style icon 
hands down in the 90s. So Grace Jones, if you don't know her lineage, if you don't know her legacy, look it up. She was she was making a mark, honey. She was making a mark back in those days. So Grace Jones, icon, icon, icon. That's all I can say. Tyler, who is one of Marcus's friends, is played by none other than Martin Lawrence. I'm not going to explain to you who Martin Lawrence is because, come on, y'all. Martin Lawrence, y'all should know him from Martin. If you don't know him from Martin, you should know him from all the other black films that he has done. Like, just turn on BET, and I'm sure you're going to see an episode of Martin or a movie he was in, and boom, there you go. There you go. He, he's everywhere. He's very well-known, very well-known comedian, just like Eddie Murphy. He probably is... To me, I, and this may just be my own opinion, I think Martin Lawrence is funnier than Eddie Murphy. I feel like Eddie Murphy is, like, scripted funny, whereas Martin Lawrence, he is, like, he's just funny. He's just naturally funny, just naturally a comedian. So, that's just my opinion, you know. Everybody's entitled to one. But, yes, Martin Lawrence is in this movie also. Gerard, who is also another one of Marcus's friends, is played by David Allen Greer. Now, I know David Allen Greer from In Living Color, but he's also had a lot of, uh, not a lot, but he's also had, like, extensive movie roles. Nothing too major. I think um, this one was probably his most prominent role, aside from him being in uh, Living Color. But he is also funny, too. He's just a nut. D- uh, David Allen Greer, he is absolutely hilarious. It was a lot of funny people in this movie. And Lady Eloise, who is, like, the owner of the company that Marcus works for, is played by none other than the beautiful, the classy, the elegant Miss Elsa Kitt. I cannot do the way she says her name. Like, you know, she does the Elsa Kitt. I love, love, loved Eartha Kitt. R.I.P. to the Queen. She is one of my favorite voice actors period like she just has that voice that you will just never ever ever forget in your life you will never come across it again in your life and uh, she's just an icon she she is an icon she was an icon she is an icon and she will always be an icon i love me some eartha kid but if you don't know who eartha kid is she is a very well-known actress she has now passed I think it's been a while, like a long while since she uh, has passed. But she was the OG Catwoman. So back in the day in 19, I'm going to say 1968, she was the OG, OG Catwoman. So before Michelle Pfeiffer and before Holly Berry, Miss Eartha Kitt was the real Catwoman, okay? She was the real Catwoman. But I think a lot of people in our generation would know her for uh, voicing Yzma in Emperor's New Groove. Or you may also know her as Madame Zeroni from Holes. So, Eartha Kitt. Like, come on. Get with the times. Get with the icons. If you don't know your icons, what are you doing, babe? And those are, like, the main people that you should know. But they have a lot, a lot, a lot of big names in this movie that I'm going to mention. They had John Witherspoon in this movie. Of course, he played somebody daddy, somebody country daddy. John Witherspoon, RIP to him as well. Uh, Lila Rochon was in this movie, even though she had a very small role, she played in it. Chris Rock, young Chris Rock, he was in this movie as well. Tisha Campbell was in this movie. Like, this movie is just star studded. It had just all the comedians of the 90s all the you know big names of the 90s most of the big names of the 90s just coming up and i just love to see like because you know it just like makes me think like they have been together or they have been in this industry so long i think only 
two people uh, from the cast members that I've named have passed, which is Eartha Kitt and John Winspoon. But everybody else, Eddie Murphy, Robin Givens, Holly Berry, Grace Jones, Martin, David Allen Greer, uh, Earth, oh wait, no, Eartha Kitt is gone. Leela Rochon, Chris Rock, Tisha Campbell, like, they're all still alive today. So, you know, I just thought it was really cool how me being me now, like, me being this age now, I got to see kind of, like, how they all sort of kind of, quote-unquote, started out. Like, they all kind of grew and were in the industry together, did movies together. I don't know. I just thought that was amazing to see. Like, we love to see it. So, that's the, pretty much the entire cast. Now, the professional ratings. These ratings, I feel, are being very, very harsh, and I just don't, I don't agree with any of the ratings that I'm about to say. Any of the professional ratings from the professional, um, movie and tv show review sites i just don't agree with at all so rotten tomatoes gave it a 43 percent out of 100 i was like rotten tomatoes now i feel like they sometimes rotten tomatoes and imdb which is very weird to me because sometimes rotten tomatoes be getting it right but i don't know like this one it just didn't sit right with me i was like a 43 percent oh boomerang like boomerang isn't like the best best black movie there is but i love boomerang like if it comes on i will sit there and watch it shout out to asia for putting me on because y'all i had not seen and don't revoke my black card for this i had not seen boomerang until i got to college i knew nothing of the movie boomerang i like i just i just didn't know it and then me being the old lady that i am me and my girlfriends instead of going out sometimes we would stay in and have movie nights which i love and cherish and she put me on to boomerang and i was like girl like this no matter of fact i love this but 43 percent rotten tomatoes I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that at all. I feel it should be at least in the 70-75%. Because I can see how it's not like a full 100% movie. Like, it's not like a movie that, you know... It's a good movie. I actually like it. And I'm one of those people who will sit and watch it, you know, multiple times. But I just feel like as far as, like, a broader audience or whatever, like, I don't think... It's meant for a lot of people. Like, I feel like it's a black movie. Like, it's meant for the black community. Even though I'm sure a lot of people watch it or whatever. But I feel like if you're not part of the community, I just don't think you will understand, like, some of the jokes, the nuances, like, things like that. So, I don't agree with this review. Or not review. This rating, Rotten Tomatoes. 43%? Nah. I need more than that. Metacritic gave it a 45. And I'm like... 45? I just do not agree with that. Like, come on. It deserves more than a 45 and a 43. And y'all already know. Well, IMDB, they actually did better than I thought they would give it. Because I'm like, well, dang. If Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic gave it a 43 and a 45, I can only imagine IMDB to probably gave this a 3, a 4. You know, a 4 out of 10 or something. They gave it a 5.5, which obviously is still too low for me, but... I guess it's kind of fair because like I said in the past IMDB they like to lowball people sometimes so 5.5 out of 10 not bad so those are all the black box facts let's get into these pros and cons I don't have too many pros and I don't have too many cons but you know we're gonna get into it anyway 
So, starting with the pros. My first pro is, of course, Stranger. The character Stranger. I loved Grace Jones as Stranger. I loved her so much that I thought she was actually from Paris. Grace Jones is not from Paris. Like, she did the fake Paris snooty, snobby, like, accent, like, so well. She just embody Stranger because I feel like Grace Jones is Stranger. Like, she just is. Like, I don't even think she was playing a role. She was playing a character. She was playing Grace Jones. Like, she was being Grace Jones. Like, this is how Grace Jones is. This is how she acts. This, I just... I loved her character. I loved Grace Jones in this movie. Even though she wasn't, like, too much in it, when she was on screen, when she was speaking, she made such an impact. And I loved I loved seeing a tall, chocolate, gangly woman just being herself. Or not really being herself, just being unapologetically like... What's the word I'm looking for? Just black. Even though her type of black was different, because all black is different, but... I just love to see it. I just loved, 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 loved Stranger the character. I loved Grace Jones' interpretation of Stranger the character. Because she could have taken it anyway. She could have just been like a huge snooty snot. But she she made Stranger. I just can't. Like, Stranger is such an iconic character. Like, I don't know if y'all are fans of Real Housewives of Atlanta, but. I think in one season, uh, Nene, she had a Halloween party. And I think it was a Halloween. Halloween or a costume party. She had a party. And she dressed up as a Stranger. She dressed up as Grace Jones in Boomerang. And that just goes... I mean, even though I'm sure a lot of people have done that, it just goes to show, like, the impact that Stranger made. Like, she was just such a strong character. Such an out-of-the-box character. And then Grace Jones just took her to the next level, like... Love it. So, Stranger, definitely a pro for me. My next pro is the cast. I love the cast. Like I said, I just picture them all being so young and hungry and trying to come up in the business or trying to establish, like, a name for themselves in the business. Like, I feel like this era of acting, like, 90s acting, I feel like we will never see another era like it again. Even though we do have some very talented actors and actresses in the business right now, it's just something about those 90s actors and actresses that, like, the hustle is different. The drive is different. The commitment is different. Like, I don't know. Like, SZA and Ty Dolla Sign, it just hit different, you know? Like, I just loved seeing all of them coming up together. All of them, like, being, like, these type of people being in the same place together. Like, I just, I just loved it. I just loved, like, because, you know, Tisha Campbell is in this, um, uh, in this movie and you know her and martin they did the show martin together and david alan greer i think uh john witherspoon was on an episode of in living color if i'm not mistaken so it was just like very like full circle i don't know if that makes sense for them to all be together in this movie so i i just loved it i absolutely loved it the cast definitely a pro for me my next pro was the aesthetic, specifically the fashion. It's just something about 90s fashion that just does it for me. Like, and it's one particular outfit I'm speaking about. Even though uh, Lila Rochon had a very small part, uh, she played like a very cute girl. You know, a girl that Marcus was trying to get with and ended up getting with. And um, 
she you know he called her into you know sleeping with her and things like that and so she has one little part where she's walking her dog through the park and her outfit like her fit is just so so 90 so cute so that girl so i'm that girl but you know i'm not gonna flaunt it too much but you know i'm gonna let you know i'm that girl like <sighs> the fashion i would give anything to just be a hot girl in the 90s like y'all can have all this even a hot girl in the 2000s, like, I just would have given anything to be a hot girl back in the day. Like, hot girls now, I just don't think I have what it takes to be a hot girl now. Like, I'm just not with the showing my titties through a see-through top. I'm just not with the mesh. Even though I'm sure they did that back in the 90s, I don't know. It's just certain types of fashion in the 90s that I loved and would love to emulate now. Like, I'm, I'm hoping that some of the styles from the 90s, which they have already, come back. Because, baby, if, if I get back fine, if I get back fine, oh, it's over. It's over for the girls. It's over. Because I'm, I'm, I'm about to give it to y'all. But the aesthetic, specifically the fashion, even uh, the men's fashion, like even what Eddie Murphy was wearing, like from his coats to his suits to his leisure wear, like, ugh. A look. A look at every turn. So, definitely the aesthetic for me. My next pro was, of course, all the funny elements. Like, this cast was a whole clown and a half. Eddie Murphy is a whole clown and a half in himself. And then you just put him with Martin Lawrence and David Allen Greer. Like, come on. Come on, guy. Like, busting the gut every single time. Funny elements all around. I'm assume It was supposed to be, like, a romantic comedy, I assume. But... There was very little romance for me and a lot of comedy. Like, I was just laughing. When I first saw this movie, uh, when I was in college, I was just laughing, laughing, laughing so hard. Like, this was the funniest thing I had ever seen. Now, looking back on it, some of the moments that I thought was really funny is still funny. Like, it's hilarious. Like, that whole scene where Robin Givens, or Jacqueline, who is played by Robin Givens, is just putting it on Eddie Murphy, and he's just acting a whole fool. Like, oh, no, no, don't touch me. Don't. Like, I, that part takes me out every time. I laugh so hard every time that part come on. But, yes, the funny elements. Of course, we all should know that it's going to leave us on the floor with Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence, Chris Rock, John Winsboot. Like, we should all know. We should all know we're going to be on the flow with those people. But yes, definitely funny elements. Definitely a pro for me. And my last pro was the flip the script story. I love that the director... Hold on, let me make sure I say it right. Mr. Reginald Hoodlin. Hoodlin. I love that he um did the flip the script. Or... Excuse me, I'm sorry. The story was by Eddie Murphy. I liked how he did the flip the script type of situation. Like, in the overview, it said that Marcus got a taste of his own medicine. And it's just so crazy to see that happen. Because it's like, a lot of guys, like... And I'm even speaking now, like, men just sometimes, they can dish it, but they can't take it. I feel like that metaphor is very much for men. Like, y'all can dish it, but y'all cannot take it the way y'all dish it. So, if it was ever flipped, if a woman was to ever do the things a man does to, oh my god. And this movie showed that, like, Marcus just couldn't take it. Like, he was just like, oh my god, I can't believe she would do something like Like, he was just breaking down because Miss Jacqueline was like... I don't want to be, you know, tied down, you know? We're supposed to be having fun, baby. We're supposed to be, we're supposed to be, you know, having a good time. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. And he just, 
he just couldn't deal he just could not deal y'all he went into a depression child he went into a slump his work started slipping i was like oh player player you slipping you slipping player so i i love to flip the script story i love when guys get like a taste of their own medicine like chef's kiss it brings me joy sometimes because some of y'all some of y'all need a hard lesson i'm not even gonna lie and and marcus eddie murphy's character he he needed a hard lesson he needed to know like one day this is gonna come back on you and it's gonna come back on you 10 times worse than you can do it to any woman and it did and it absolutely did so whatever but yeah those are all my pros strange played by miss grace jones the cast i love the cast love 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 the cast the aesthetic specifically the fashion in uh the film everybody's looks uh the funny elements of course and the flip the script like part of the story part of the plot i loved it now my cons i don't have too many cons and i don't know if these are more so like my personal opinions like i just didn't like them but they're cons to me so these are my cons i just feel like at certain points it was predictable like it is kind of like a predictable movie like which i feel like a lot of 90s movies are like oh he a player then he beat the girl in his dreams but then she turned out to be a player too so he ended up falling for the sweet little meek girl he never thought he would fall for and you know it was very much like a b c d like go down the line like there was no like big twist or turn moment there wasn't a lot of like oh my gosh moments it was very much like this is how the movie's gonna go it's very laid out for you you can see it coming oh my god like very much like that so it was it was kind of predictable but you know the best 90s movies are sometimes they're a little predictable my next con and i don't know if it's a con it's just an opinion of mine it's very hard for me to see eddie murphy as a player or for me to see eddie murphy as fine like let me know if y'all feel that way too because i just every time i see eddie murphy i just don't automatically like even in the 90s and he was very you know handsome in the 90s but i just couldn't see him as like i just couldn't like i just couldn't like he just gives me i think it's his face even though he has like or back in the day he had like a very handsome face you know he was very handsome but i don't know he just gives me very like father like he's somebody's father like i just would not get like oh my god swoon eddie murphy like <laughs> that's just very hard for me to believe so him being a player and him being able to like I don't know, like, just get all these women. I just, I just wasn't believing it. That's, that's it, that's all. Like, him being a player for me is like, ciao. Anyway, so, like, it was just very much like, no, Eddie Murphy. You are not that guy. That is not you. But I, I get why he did that. Like, he is the, he is the originator of the story. So I could see why he can only see himself play Marcus, but you couldn't have got Morris Chestnut. I'm just saying. You couldn't have got Terrence Howard back in the day. I'm just saying. I'm just putting it out there. But Eddie Murphy as a player, I'm just not believing it. 
And my last con is, I feel like Angela forgave him too easily. Like, girl, all he had to do was show up at your job with some kids that you used to work with and you just gonna fall head over. No! No, Miss Angela. I feel like at the ending, and I am gonna give it away, y'all, because like I said, this is a very old movie, like just go and watch it even if i give some stuff away like just go and watch it but i just feel like at the end marcus should not have gotten what he wanted like he shouldn't have been he shouldn't have been with nobody he just should have been like alone left to get himself together and contemplate his life choices like jacqueline she should have just took over the magazine which she did and angela she should have just uh went and started her or been the art director, ad director for another magazine, which she did. And she should have stayed there and built herself up and be a boss lady. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like he should not have gotten his cake and eat it too. You know, like, I just feel like she gave, forgave him too easily. Like, she just made it like, oh my God. Like, she was trying to be hard on him when he first came. I will say that. But baby, after them kids showed up. And he was over there, I'm a, I'm a changed Angela, I'm a different person, you've made me a different person. Oh boy. But I guess we've all been there before, right ladies? We've all been there, right? Right? She not the only one who's been stupid, so I guess we can't be too hard on her, but you know when you're watching the movie, you be like, girl, that's so dumb, even though you probably done did the same thing. Yup, that's me. <laughs> that's me, y'all. I be so mad when they forgive them, but I be like, girl... Don't act like you ain't ever did that before, cause who, baby? But that's another story for another time. But yes, Angela forgave him too easy for me, and those are all of my cons. It was predictable per usual. It's just very hard for me to see Eddie Murphy as a player, and Angela, played by Miss Holly Berry, she forgave him too easily. Another con for me is I hate, I hate, 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 hate how they try to um. Uh, I guess, like, dumbed down Holly Berry's, like, beauty in the movie. Because I guess they were trying to make it look like Robin Givens was, like, this glamorous, like, girl or whatever. But in all honesty, I feel like, in a way, the roles could have been switched. Like, Holly Berry could have been Jacqueline and Robin Givens could have been Angela, if that makes sense. Let me know if y'all feel the same way. Because I just feel like... And I'm not comparing women in any way. I just feel like Holly Berry just has that look that would have, you know, made her come off as like a player or like, you know, a woman who just can get any guy she wants, which she obviously can. And I just kind of feel like Robin Givens would have done good as like being like, oh, the whole girl that turned into, you know, something more, something deeper. But, you know, they, they, they played their parts well, especially Robin Givens. She was very much a b word i'm not gonna cuss because i'm a child of god you know but yeah that was my another con i hate that they tried to dumb down holly berry's like beauty or whatever to like make robin Givens seem like oh she's that girl and i'm like okay robin Givens is supposed to be that girl but can my girl holly berry still she was cute like holly berry she was cute in the movie but y'all y'all know holly berry can turn it y'all know holly berry can turn a look honey but hey it's it's not my movie you know it's i have nothing to do with it but that's just my opinion so yeah those are all my cons my overall rating it gets a 7.5 out of 10 for me like i said it's not a very like 
thrilling, exciting, on the edge of your seat, cry, cry type of movie. It's it's not like that at all. It's very like chill, low energy, romantic comedy, something good to watch with the girls or, you know, with your boo or, you know, something lighthearted and funny, you know, nothing too Nothing too crazy or serious or exciting. So, 7.5 out of 10 for me, for Boomerang. And that's all I have for the Black Review, y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed this oldie but a goodie. Like I said, I'm going to do this now every third Friday of the month. We're going to do an oldie but a goodie, whether it's an old episode of a TV show or whether it's an old movie like I did Boomerang. We're going to get into it because it's just too many movies out there that I've seen now in my grown age that I watched back in the day that I probably shouldn't have been watching and now me being a grown young lady I can pick up on some stuff and be like hold on so this is what so we're gonna do that we're gonna get into that now that we're grown and we can actually watch it and I have to sneak and watch it and you know flip the the tv back to what we was watching actually we wasn't watching it now that we don't have to do that no more we're gonna get into it we're gonna talk about some movies so, I hope y'all enjoyed today's episode, because I had a lot of fun doing it. Because, you know, old movies are the best to do sometimes, especially if it's, like, familiar to you, and you've watched it over and over again, and you just find new details to get into. I love doing that. So, I hope y'all enjoyed it. If you did, leave me a message in my DMs or in my comments on my social media, T-H-E underscore B-L-A-Q box. That's my Instagram and my Twitter. Y'all already know those are the most, uh, those are the social medias that I'm the most active on. Leave me a comment in my comments or DM me privately and let me know what you thought of today's Black Review. And don't forget to come back on Monday because <laughs> I got a little surprise for y'all. On Monday, it's gonna be a little extra special black box okay i'm not even gonna tell y'all what it is because i need y'all to come back and figure it out we're gonna get into some things on monday but you gotta come back you gotta come back and see your girl so you can see what is she talking about come back and see okay don't forget to come back on monday y'all i'm not playing okay i got something for y'all but this has been another episode of the black review on the black box i know i'm gonna see y'all on monday because i know y'all want that surprise till monday kings and queens bye